Shares of 1-800-Flowers.com up after earnings. Continuing strength we've seen on a fundamental basis. I mean, the company's rise not just the last two years, but now going on a decade. Let's bring in the CEO back with us on the program. Chris McCann joins us from 1-800-Flowers.com. Chris, good to have you here again this afternoon. Great to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much. So let's first talk about this quarter's earnings. What are you seeing in terms of the momentum from the business as we kind of try and get ourselves out of this quarantine-style lifestyle the last year? Well, the momentum of the business has been great. As you've pointed out, all year long, we've been doing a great job and having seen great revenue, customer demand coming to us to help them express, connect, and celebrate, something we all need to do during this pandemic. What we saw this last quarter was 16.5% growth on top of last quarter, which was a 60% growth number. And if I compare that to two years ago, it's an 88% growth number. So very good across the board. And what we're seeing is our customers coming to us for our floral product, yes, but where we're seeing great growth is in our personalization mall business, which we just acquired a year ago. Sherry's Berries, we acquired about a year and a half or two years ago. And our gourmet food business that's driven by Harry and David is just doing phenomenal. And, uh, and then what we're seeing is the underlying customer base buying from more than one product category for us, really creating value in our customer file. The additional businesses that have built on top of the flower deliveries have been a big part of this growth story and seems to be pretty fluid in terms of how everything fits together. Are you bringing in new customers uh, from uh, these other verticals or is this, are you trying to form kind of a baseline uh, hub for people who want these items? What is kind of the future when I log into 1-800-Flowers? Because it still is it's flowers when I go there. Obviously, other businesses will have their own specific uh, avenues, sites, and direct-to-consumer, but do you want to put them in like a big hub? Well, that's what we've done is we really created this platform. So we've really, in the th past three years, Oliver, we've doubled the size of our business and significantly transformed our business to become to move from a collection of specialty brands to really a platform. Now you get to that platform through several different doors, through 1-800-Flowers.com, HarryAndDavid.com, PersonalizationMall.com. And those are our three rainmaker brands as far as new customer acquisition is concerned. Mm. But then we introduced them to Sherry's Berries, Cheryl's Cookies, the Popcorn Factory, Fruit Bouquets. And what we're seeing is our customers are buying from more than one product category, buying from more than one brand, joining our Celebrations Passport Loyalty Program. And when they do those things, their average spend is about double or more what the average customer is, their frequency increases, and their retention rate increases by 40 to 50 percent. So it's really a customer lifetime value play as we build this platform to help our customers express, connect, and celebrate. How does that customer acquisition in terms of cost, uh, as you are making this a pretty cohesive platform, I imagine you're able to do so at a fairly uh, cheap acquisition cost. Do you see any changes to the margin or the bottom line going forward as you have bigger scale here? Well, we see opportunity really as we grow the stickiness with our customers and we're seeing in our top cohorts that will help help generate better uh, better average average spend of marketing for sure as the, as the customer file increases. From a pure CAC point of view, what we see is we were able to play the market with our three different lead brands and the different marketing channels. So if one channel is more expensive than the other for one brand, I can shift and put the weight behind the other brand. So it's really like managing a marketing trade desk 
with the multiple brands that we have that give us a great advantage to generate appropriate customer acquisition costs that gets us a great lifetime value. Mm. Uh, Chris, uh, in terms of the demand overall for uh, these products, uh, once we get out of the stay-at-home e-commerce side, uh, do you know how much of that customer is going to be sticky going forward if there's more places open where I can buy these items in a physical presence? How does that factor into the way you can give guidance, expectations right now? So a couple of great things there, Oliver. One is from the new customer acquisition, this past year we acquired six and a half million new customers. And what we've seen is since the customers that we've been acquiring since the pandemic are actually behaving slightly at the same or slightly better than new customer acquisition pre-pandemic. By that I mean their spend is a little higher, their frequency is a little higher, and their, uh, their retention rates are a little higher. Couple that with the broad product offering that we're putting out, significantly expanding the product catalog, as we've done with the acquisition of Shari's Berries and the thousands of products that we've personalized, products that we've added with Personalization Mall. So we do that, plus our organic product development and bundling capabilities, plus then the marketplace capabilities that we bring on, where we have hundreds and hundreds of makers and sellers offering their product on our platform. The more solutions we bring to our customers, the more we're finding they are turning to us for something that we've all learned from the pandemic. We have a need to stay connected, maintain our relationships, mm. and express ourselves on a regular basis. Hey, Chris, one last question. Like all the details here on the thematic things you guys are doing, one question on the, the fundamental numbers here. The EPS estimate for 2022 that you gave, buck 84 per share is in line with the fiscal year 21. Uh, walk me through if there's potential to get beyond that do you see generally earning the same amount of profitability next year yeah what we see next year is we got it for double digit top line growth and about five to eight percent of our EBITDA growth off of a record growth number a record number of 213 million in EBITDA this year and we just crossed a two billion dollar threshold so as we look at look forward there certainly are some cost headwinds that we're dealing with, but we've been able to mitigate those and manage through those, but we expect to continue to grow the profitability of the company into fiscal 22 and beyond. Chris, thanks a lot for walking us through the details. It's a pretty fascinating business, the way everything has come together. Thanks a lot. Great. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Chris McCann, CEO at 1-800-Flowers.com, up 1,300%. That actually might be a little light. I think it might be 1,400% over the past 10 years. Big.